0: off the ball
1: it's not okay for him to be fine in a test match like that it's a fulcrum position where everything runs through 9 and 10 you don't get to be fine in in matches like that where
2: you start subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB sports app now OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember shave, Magnificent Mo let's go to Qatar and join Kevin Caban Kevin good morning to you how the hell are you
1: I'm very good. How's it going, Jay? All good?
2: Oh, Magic. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm going a little tired still. Probably a little bit jet-lagged and things like that at the moment. We've, we've not been getting our fair till probably 1am local time here, so it was just trying to get in last night back across the, um, the metro to, to get back to the hotel, get a bit of a kip, and then we're, we're up and running really now, aren't we? So we have the four games today, so it'll be great.
2: So are you doing every game, basically?
1: Well, I'm not doing the Argentina game today, um, but the next three, I'm doing the next three. I'm in studio uh, there, so our our studios are in the souk. And uh, yeah, so I'll be doing the next three games after that today.
2: Um, Shane was asking about the heat, but it's like, it's not that hot, is it? It's like, it's fine. You know, obviously it's hot, but it's not um, oppressive so far. Or am I wrong about that?
1: no no it's it's just probably first it's, it's not it's not scorching hot the stadiums are actually cold i've only we went to the stadium uh, i'll be at um the stadium for the canada game which is uh wednesday so We've we went to the stadium to do like sound testing and things like that the day that I arrived here and it's actually it's actually freezing cold in the in the in the stadiums and you feel it as soon as you walk in obviously the the, the, the aircon that's being pumped into the stadiums there so you go from outside where it's warm like not overly warm it's you know, it's pleasant enough in, in, into the evenings and you walk into the stadiums and it's just freezing cold and you feel that immediately as soon as you get in there
2: so that's because I saw somebody explain that's why everybody was leaving at uh, time in the first game, and that makes sense. Like there was no other yeah. reason for people to leave the opening game of the World Cup other than something has gone wrong here, and it's obviously it's freezing.
1: It, it really, really cold. Honestly, you, you know, you'd be wearing you'd be wearing a coat, uh, a jumper, or whatever it will be when you get into the stadium. You'd need it because it is actually that cold once you, once you arrive in the stadiums.
2: Um, I, can you talk to us a little bit about like what level of uh, crossover you're seeing? You know, I don't know if you've been wandering around the place, but like, are people there aware of the fact that the rest of the world is going? What the hell's going on with this World Cup, lads? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, more so. Yeah, I've been wandering around. I've been getting the the metros are saying to and from our studios. We've got a metro down to the stadium the other day. So yeah, I've been getting around quite a bit in in the two or three days that, that I've been here. Uh, yeah, I got that feeling. You get that feeling from everyone that you're speaking to. It is a little bit of that. I think they're. They're obviously recognising the, uh, the issues that that, that that we've been talking about prior to this tournament. They're, they're mentioning it to us slowly. There's, there's so many, even around where our studios are, Jare, there must be, I don't know, say 500 people that's just, that's just working there. And apparently, from so speaking to one or two guys that's working around the studios, and they're like just literally cleaning up there, uh, making sure that 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 everything's, uh, that everything's fine and in shape. They're working long, 12-, 15 fifteen-hour days. At, at some stage, they're not—they're not allowed to eat. There's no food for them. There's nothing that's been put on for them when, when they're actually working in these in these studios, or not, not It's around the studios actually. It's more like security as you're walking into into the um, into the studios themselves. Um, and when you're starting to chat to one or two of, of, of these guys around it, and you're starting to, to, to get a feeling albeit only a few days and not necessarily been around and and experienced it all just yet which will come in the next few weeks i think when i when when i get fully established here you're starting to get a feeling that um they're trying to get a message out from within i think as well that these messages are starting to 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 come out more and more i think as the tournaments come out for the conditions that they're actually finding themselves working in
2: yeah i think that's like you know i people before the World Cup are like, oh, no one should go but actually by going and continuously talking about this stuff you hope that at least everybody becomes aware of what life is like for people who aren't the ruling class and the ruling class in Qatar can I, like, let's talk a little bit about the, mm. the, the armband situation because um, we'll play you this clip first it's, uh, it's Keane speaking on ITV yesterday when he was recommending that they should have done something have a listen
1: yeah, but I think the players could have done it for the first game
2: ...and took the punishment,
1: whatever that might be... Kane. obviously you're risking saying if he's going to get a yellow card... ...if that was going to be the punishment... ...but that would have been a great statement... ...do it for the first game, if you get your yellow card... ...what a message that would have been from Kane or Bale... ...take your medicine... ...and then the next game you move on, you don't wear it... ...because obviously again you don't want to be getting suspended... ...but I think it was a big mistake... ...I think both players, particularly obviously... ...we're talking about Wales and England here... ...should have stuck to their guns and done it... ...whatever pressure from outside and from their own associations... Have the belief.
2: If that's what you believe, then go with it. What do you think, Kev? Mm,
1: I agree with that. I do agree, Um, especially especially the English FA. And I I was seeing interviews prior to the game with with officials from the FA saying, "Look, we'll take fines. This is what we're going to do." Adamant in the fact that we are actually going to, you know, we're obviously going to take the knee, and we will definitely wear the, the, the armband. Uh, I think Harry Kane definitely should have done it. I think for for what the FA supposedly stand for, uh, and what the what they have mentioned that they, they stand for over the last what ten years especially, and how they've they've brought the the, uh, the women's game alongside the men's game forward over over that period of time as well. I absolutely think that that should have been that should have been done. Harry Kane, yes, especially Harry Kane. I'd feel just take a yellow card for that one game, yes. Not necessarily an ongoing thing, but what a statement that would have been. And what can you imagine an iconic image going forward of the referee giving Harry Kane a yellow card just for wearing the armband? Can you imagine what that would have done, I think, globally? Um, And also the fact is, regardless now, there there is also a a side aspect to this, that there's more of an issue with FIFA Saying what they've said and 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 saying that they're not allowed to wear this armband because they've they've highlighted the issue anyway. So I think the job was probably done prior to the game anyway because I think the armband. I mean, I don't know, if, I don't know what you guys feel there as well, but it it seemed to me that the armband that you know players were in rainbow laces, players were in the armband. I don't think many many people are asking the questions why guys were wearing uh, rainbow laces or wearing the armband, whereas now. People are asking the question as to why white. I think I think even taking the knee in the Premier League probably for the last two or three months um, was probably. I, I think pressure needed to be put on the authorities, needed to be put on maybe uh, FIFA, maybe, maybe UEFA for, for the you know the paltry fines that we've seen for, for racist chanting that's gone on in stadiums across Europe and maybe across the world over the time. I think take, by taking the knee yesterday, especially, I think it highlighted that issue. That that was my personal feeling on it, but the armband itself I think that that yellow card could have been taken for that one game yesterday because I think that message would have been far greater than than anything else
0: Do you think players Kev are hiding behind um, I guess that the football associations and even hiding behind FIFA like FIFA we know are as we said earlier villains in this but, but the, the players the captains of these associations could have quite easily stood up and, and had their moment and, and actually done something with a bit of meaning because as you say like the, sometimes the rainbow laces and the, the one-love armbands lose meaning but they had a lot of meaning yesterday and, and could have had so much more.
1: I don't know. But I don't, do, do you think that, Shane, yourself? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that, that's just, that, it, it still comes down to the fact for a majority of players, and, and this is the truth, the majority of players don't read up on the issues that's affecting the world, that's affecting the, even their own game. They just want to go out and play football. They, mm. You know, the paycheck's coming in at the end of the week or the end of the month or whatever it's going to be. They're just getting on with football. And I think, I think to an extent even I was like that when I was playing, I, I, you know, I would have, would have had a broad view on, on worldly issues and things like that. I, you know, I would have always, particularly as, as I got older and older, I was reading, you know, knowing my history, knowing, you know, trying to be well read on various things, but a lot, so many players are not bothered. So many players don't even care. So, you know i i wouldn't want to single out you know even harry kane to an extent and or whichever captain a, a lot of a lot of players don't actually care and that's pretty much where it is as sad as that sounds that's pretty much what it is i think it is up to to the associations to to almost back the players and the associations, this this maybe the, F, the english fa or you know the dutch fa that we're talking about it. yesterday welsh fa these are the organisations that should have been putting pressure on fifa 6 months ago a year ago whatever it was the it doesn't necessarily need to be happening 24 hours before the game or the last 12 hours before the, the, the due to take place in the game because I think Gareth Southgate I think actually did really well prior to the match in his in his pre-match interview just to say look at the end of the day I've got I've got a team to prepare I've got I've got to get everything ready to get the players mindsets going into this first game against Iran so this has been spoken about it's been talked about. At the end of the day it does have a cut off point has to come in at some stage to go, look, we've got a game, we've got a World Cup to try to win, regardless of what's going on around it. And I know I'm probably with you lads now that look, we know the issues that's affected this World Cup. You know, I I I watched the the FIFA documentary just in the last few days and, you know, I think we're all probably well well scripted, well versed on exactly what has happened and how this has come about and what the Qataris have done and how they've uh, you know, treated migrant workers, you know, the the women's rights over here. We're all, we're all more than aware of that now. But a lot of players simply don't, do not care about that in the position that they're in. I know that they should and I get it. And it's, and it's sad me even saying that, but that's the reality of where we are.
2: Yeah and I think um it's going to be interesting to see if anybody actually steps outside that and takes the risk and maybe cuz it's still not too late for somebody to you know at the in the last 10 minutes of a game to uh put the put the armband on and actually make that statement and get mm. the booking in the middle of the Do game know- Jay,
1: I think the biggest story yesterday was the was the Iran players not singing the national anthem. I mean that was the biggest story in my in my view yesterday. Iran players not singing the national anthem. It was a demonstration for what's happening back at home for for, for the Iranian players' families and supporters. The national anthem was being booed in the stadium. I think that was a bigger story yesterday than anything else because of, of what's happening there in Iran.
0: Are you seeing anything, Kev? Like, we talked this morning about Grant Wall, the US uh, soccer journalist, getting his refusal of entry when he was wearing the, the, the Pride t shirt. And, you know, you're like, is it, is it, what's it like for, for journalists on the ground over there? Like, are you getting ferried from bus to bus? Are you, you know, do you have a chance to kind of walk around? Is there a bit of freedom of movement? Or what's the, what's no, the general feel?
1: Honestly, I was saying before, Shane, I'm, I'm getting the metro everywhere. This um, there is actually a bus that's put on for our guys. We've not got a, we've not got a, a hugely big crew here that that's working over, over here for, with, with TSN for Canadian TV, but we're kind of doing our own thing. We're staying in the hotel. Brazil are actually in the hotel that I'm staying in. It's carnage outside really is honestly the, the madness that's around the Brazil team, as you, as you can imagine, but they have a, a total section of our hotel that's closed off. And I'm just kind of doing my own thing, getting walking down to the metro station, getting on the metro, heading to our studios. I'm I'm getting out and about and I'm enjoying that. So I'm sure there's a lot of journalists that, that maybe are finding issues and things like that. I saw yesterday Wales fans actually that had rainbow coloured coloured hats that were getting them taken off them before they got into the into the stadium yesterday. So um I haven't been to a stadium yet, a stadium game yet so that that 's going to come in a few days' time, and i 'll probably get more of a feeling uh, when uh, when Canada play Belgium in a couple of days' time
2: what are, what uh, what are the Canadians feeling about this whole thing what uh, can they cause a bit of trouble? Can they uh, go a bit deeper than maybe some people are thinking i think I think the
1: Belgians themselves are quite scared i don 't think they feel as though they 're in great form coming into it and um, if Belgium turn up Jerry, if if, if third players turn up they they'll, they should beat Canada handily enough but Canada have got one or two players in their side that, that can cause problems. There's real pace in the team. Everybody knows Alphonso Davies, Jonathan David that plays at Lille. Um, st- um, they've got also got Tays and Buchanan. They should have these three in the side. I would imagine it will be the front three of those. Probably line up with a 4-5-1 with uh, Buchanan. will probably play on the right-hand side and Davies on the left-hand side in support of Jonathan David. Uh, and there's pace there's real pace and I think they can hurt uh, Vitongan Ald- and Aldo Varel especially with the maybe the age that they're at the lack of pace that they've got within the side um, and it depends what John Herbman the coach actually how he's going to approach this game you know, what's he going to do is he going to think well look we'll go and press them high we'll go and have a go at them and get picked off because that could happen quite easily or is he going to try and sit and contain and try and work their way into the game I, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how he can do that uh, or how, how he's going to start that game but I think from Canada, I, th- I think they feel that, t- I think this game out of the, the, the first two games, Belgium and Croatia, they could be done after those two games quite easily if, if both those sides play as well as they're capable of playing. But personally, I think I think they can get something out of Belgium. Croatia's, I think, a way tougher game the way that Croatia are playing at the moment.
2: Tough group, all right. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Morocco. Morocco as well, who have got top-class players themselves, you know. So it is a, it's a tough group. You know, the... the they're the fourth best team officially in in, um, in in rankings and in and in probably stature as well.
0: You've know, followed a lot of the the Team USA players as well, Kev. Like they looked really really yeah. good for large swathes of that game with with Wales yesterday. They c- they could do some damage. You know, the Eng- I guess the England game next is going to be the one that will really show where they're at.
1: I don't I don't rate them, Shane. Honestly, right. I don't. I said it before the game. I think there's a lot of energy about the US as we saw last night. But what they, they don't create a lot of chances. They don't. They've not got. Final third players, I don't think, and I know that Pulisic did okay last night. I was really impressed with uh, with Musa. Actually, I thought he was brilliant last night uh, for, for the US, and he's only got a you know a handful of caps under his belt. For, for him, uh, it's from Valencia. I thought he was outstanding, really, really good player last night. But I, I just I, I saw the tackle from Walker Zimmerman, and and I was saying to our guys last night when when they're in, I said, look, they've. Tim Ream and Zimmerman as a centre-half partnership. You know, if Harry Kane doesn't score against these guys or cause problems for with with other runners around him, you know, the, the, Harry Kane should easily be able to deal with Zimmerman. And you can see for the penalties, Zimmerman going through the back of Bale, mm. just such a, a, a rash decision for him to go to ground. And Wales weren't really doing much themselves. Wales were terrible in the first half. Uh, they picked it up second half. I thought Rob Page made a big error by not starting, you know, I, 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 and I was saying in the lead up to the game, it's the one thing I was looking forward to with K- Kiefer Moore going up against Zimmerman and Reen. Let's see how, how he does against these two. Someone's trying to come into my room actually now. I think, I don't know what's happening here, but... Uh, um, but but
2: but, but um, They heard what you were saying, Kev. They're coming for you. <laughs> I think
1: so. I know. I think so. Are we, are we being monitored here? I don't know what's happening. You know, they're trying to get me out of the room. Um, but um, I honestly, I... I just in relation to the US what I'm saying there with Zimmerman and, and, uh, and Ream Kane is going to have a field day honestly he is Harry Kane was brilliant yesterday just watching him the way that he played and so the US no I, I honestly I think that was a key game for the, for both Wales and the US whoever was going to win that game I feel as though they were going to finish second behind uh, Wales so, uh, sorry behind behind England so it's going to be, it'll come down to maybe goal difference probably going forward now, because I think they're both going to lose to England, and it'll be what they can do against Iran.
2: I've only been to uh, one World Cup, but one of my favourite things about it was like randomly seeing and bumping into uh, football aristocracy. I remember seeing Arsene Wenger on a treadmill, which was very like, what the hell is this? Uh, have you bumped into anybody strange and random just yet, or is it too early in your adventures? Just walk, yeah,
1: walking around. I met Dion Dublin the other night, but I kind of know Dion anyway, so uh, I was just walking randomly around, so it, it's, it's hardly up there at the moment, um, but no I haven't, I, as I said, I've not been to a game yet, have not been to a stadium to, to, for a match so that might change in a, in a couple of days time um, the, the networks that are, that are around us we've got Italian TV, we've got uh, Mexican TV uh, Chinese uh, who else is by us as well um, uh, I think it's Belgian TV as well actually, so there might be one or two that will be coming out of the studios where, where we're based at the moment, yeah
2: um, the, have you randomly, accidentally walked into the Brazilian section and just kind of said, "Oh, look, hey lads, how are you?" So,
1: no, you can't. You can't get in. It, it, I mean, the security around the hotel just is crazy. It's madness. So they, it, they have probably half the hotel, like maybe, maybe, maybe a quarter or half our hotel, just totally locked down. Doors locked. Two or three security on each door. There's a separate entrance for Brazil to come in and out of the hotel. That's totally locked down because they've actually got uh, barriers up. Maybe fifty, a hundred feet from the hotel. You can't even get up to the to the hotel door with probably fifty, hundred police that's around the uh, the hotel, uh, not not allowing you anywhere near it. So. They have Brazil locked down totally. Yeah, they do.
0: I saw Dan McDonald posting on Twitter the or Instagram, I think it was maybe the twenty four seven coffee shops and coffee restaurants kind of sitting open late at night. So that seems to be the. I think he called it the coppers of the coppers of Qatar. So not serving drink, but serving coffee late yeah. at night. That seems to be the.
2: Kev's a changed man, though. He's not got no interest in the coppers of Qatar. <laughs> 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 well,
0: yeah. The coffee's obviously yeah, good. Yeah, we're
2: looking for that. There's there's not
1: yeah, there, yeah, there, as, I, as I said to you, we're in I'm in kind of the centre where the souk is where where we are. So I've I've been out walking around there a little bit, yeah. No 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 beers or anything like that. So it's been it's been a very different World Cup in that respect. You know, I was in Brazil and I went to Russia where the beers were able to flow uh not not frequent enough, but one or two here and there. But no, it's been it's been a dry um a dry Qatar for me, a dry World Cup, yeah.
2: So there'll be no rapping, is that what you're telling us? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I can do rapping, but I'll, I'll rap without the without the drink. You know, it just won't be as good. I suppose, yeah. Well,
2: uh, maybe it'll be better. Who knows? The, yeah. Anything else uh, struck you so far? I mean, obviously, it is pretty early.
1: Well, uh, I, I mean, I think if we're talking football wise, I think England were impressive, weren't they? England were so good yesterday. Uh, they did everything they had to do. I, I, I maybe felt with the issues that were around the Iran side, I think that maybe affected them. I, I said before, not singing the anthem as a as a as a sign of. Um, uh, you know, or, or, or a protest, essentially, that the, the Iran side, I, I just don't think they played as well as they're capable of playing as well. One or two players in that side, I thought might have been able to to hurt England. Tarami was one of them who of, course, who, of course, scored the two goals for them. But I just think the occasion got the better of them and England did what they needed to do. And England will take some stopping. They've got the best attacking players at the tournament. And that was pretty much the standout thing from it. Is it Southgate now? Can Southgate... Get the best out of the players. I could not believe he didn't start Phil Foden, but maybe it was proved right with with what happened. But um, you know, I think, as I said, they're going to take some stopping. England should get nine points from this group. Seven would be an absolute minimum. I'd feel from from the group, and then they'll probably see what happens when when they get to the knockout stages. Um, I watched well, obviously. I did the, the Senegal um, Netherlands game. And that was that was probably the most competitive game we've seen, wasn't it? I don't know what you guys think of that one. It was the mo I felt Senegal were a bit unlucky actually to lose the two goals. I'm not a fan of Mendy, Edward Mendy. I don't rate him. Um I know that, you know, he's there's many that think that he's he's great, very good with his feet, but I just think the the two errors for the two for the two goals he's cost the team there. I just feel as though I've seen that from him coming out for the for the first goal for the cross. And then the second goal, the parry, he's just got to make that stick. So on the pitch, that's what's maybe the standout features. And Netherlands, I think, could do well here. Getting Memphis back in the side was key for them because without him and Jansen up front, I think Janssen's pretty poor, I think. So that's where they need uh, Memphis back in the team.
2: Yeah, the Dutch, are, sorry, we haven't really talked that much about them as a yeah. team who could go deep. But like they, they have all of the aspects that you want for an international tournament. Uh, very experienced manager who's really literally seen and... Done absolutely everything there is in the game. Uh, a, yeah. co- a core, a spine of very experienced players. Some players who were in decent form. You wouldn't be terribly surprised if they were to get hot.
1: No, I, I think that as well. They've got no real superstar. They've not got the. You know, if you look at uh, you know whatever France and Brazil, England, whatever, they've got real top class players. If you look at like Kane, Neymar, Mbappe or whoever, Messi, of course, with Argentina, they haven't got that type of player, the game changer, I suppose, in the in the final third of the field, but. But throughout the team they've got so much experience in class, De Jong and Van Dyke. I said Memphis coming in is a big player for them because he's big for how they play. But watching them it, prior to the tournament, I watched them so much, trying to like when I was researching and things like that. It's I think the brilliant without the ball, something maybe to look out for and how they play. They they they're a little bit more um and not so much old school, but maybe going back 15, 20 years on how they press. They don't go four and five all pressing the ball quickly, pressing the goalkeeper, pressing centre-halves. They leave centre-halves on the ball. They try and set you a trap in the middle of the park and then they try to, to to sweep on that trap when the when the first ball's played into midfield and they break from that and that's where they, they usually try and counter. So they're really well organised um, Holland. I think they're great to watch at times. Uh, yesterday I actually didn't feel that way I thought they were a little bit poor lax in possession De Jong giving a couple of balls away but I think they'll get better so no it, I think they can beat anyone I think that's the one thing that, that I would say about them they can beat anyone with how organised
2: they are Kev great to chat to you it's his younger you're getting <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it's a nice no, t-shirt no, as well that.
1: Kev <clears throat> is, that, is, that, is that the fashion statement of the day is that what we're we're, we're starting with fashion statements I like already it. Shane old yeah? school
0: pigskin leather football yeah I like it it's good Good man, good man. Thanks guys.
2: Talk to you soon. Cheers, stay safe. Take take it easy. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mo.